When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brian. Rana, did I wake up feeling great today? You well, you know woke, why? Well, I'd love to know, actually, if you don't mind telling me. I had my Ask Rana Shades of Vanilla coffee. Okay. We've been working percolating, shall I say. Isn't that funny? Because so coffee percolates. It's so funny. We have been percolating in the Ask Rana lab for quite yes. some time now. This this is a project that has been months in the making. And the people mm-hmm. on Patreon have heard about it. If you want your exclusives, you got to go there. It had to be perfect, Rana. And now we can finally share it with our friends on the free feed. Get ready to have a more luxurious morning, even if you're on the go. Have you ever dreamt of starting your morning like Brian and I? Really more like you. Brana, I have dreams. The reason I drink shades of vanilla, I have dreams of starting my morning like you. And this we, morning was wonderful. We have introduced a very own proprietary blend. Correct. We have two coffees. They're debuting now at askronacoffee.com, pardon me. Askronacoffee.com, pardon me. The Carriage House Blend which is just a gorgeous, light roast. You could drink it every day. And I want to tell you right now, we've been working on this for months because you and I wouldn't just drink anything. No way. And then it's companion coffee. Now don't, the second I say it, you're going to judge it, but you're wrong. Shades of vanilla. And I'll tell you why. Explain this to people. Explain this to people. I'll tell you why you're going to judge it because you're going to think it's like a nutra sweet, dumb vanilla flavor that's fake and whatever. Yeah, because that's what you think of me. Because that's the coffee I would put out, pardon me. Does that sound like Rana? It certainly doesn't sound like Rana. That's why this is like a Madagascar vanilla oh. with a beautiful nutty flavor too. It is a perfect coffee and a, and the shining example of what a vanilla coffee should be. So take a tip, coffee mate. I, I couldn't agree more. And I've been telling people I would keep a bag around just to smell it. That it's is so how good. good this smells. So we have coffee memberships where if people want to buy a bag and have it delivered to their house every month, they can do that. So wonderful. Or they can just try a bag of this or try a bag of that and see how they feel. But we worked so hard to make sure this was a perfect, drinkable, everyday coffee. Correct. So even though it might feel like a trait, it's absolutely something you should indulge in every day. Completely. I have so been. go check it out. You'll be hearing a lot more about us and our coffee. com. Rana, I, this enterprise is incredible. I think it's just what we need right now. Me too. Brian. Hi, Rana. I have to tell you. Okay. I started this day in a mood. You know, honestly, I did too. Oh, now you're in a mood too? No, I'm not now. But with like the first two hours of my morning, I was like, ugh. I started this day in such a mood, a bad mood. Sure. 
Sometimes you're in a bad mood. Those are awful. I know people must think Ronnie is so sunny all the time. Because yeah. really, sunny is a word that I would use to describe my disposition. <laughs> people always say, you know Veronica Glickman. She has such a sunny disposition. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. I feel like she- that's the first word people use when they think of me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's probably a word. I'm like, the, probably on like the uh, second week or something. I yeah. Okay. I'm not sunny. That's fine. But I'm not usually in a bad mood. I've actually never seen you in a bad mood. I was in such so a mood. So this is actually a big deal because I've, ne- I've truly never seen you in a bad mood. Really? I don't think so. I've seen you get irritated by things and all that, but like I've never seen you in a bad mood. Well, I was in a mood. And you would think, Rana, what do you have to be in a mood about? You've got it all. Today's the day your coffee launches with Brian. And did I launch it right? I mean- I did a Shades of Vanilla Roast this morning, Rana. Did you? You really are loving this coffee. And I put a little bit of cream in it. And I even- well, oh, this is no news. I put in my vital proteins, the collagen powder. That yeah, I yeah, which I've started doing because of yeah. you. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So I had a perfectly wonderful, active, nutritious, skin-purifying cup of coffee this morning. <laughs> and that turned your day around? I think it did, actually, yeah. But the first hour of waking up, I was like, I'm, I want to hit the back of this bus. You know this, what I mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this caught well it's i actually do know what you mean because one of the things that happened to me today is i got stuck behind the garbage truck oh, which God, sounds which like takes- nothing it sounds like nothing but if you're already in a mood and you get stuck behind the garbage truck the whole day falls apart after that. it sounds like nothing if you're on a six lane road then what? it sounds like nothing <laughs> do you know what i mean the whole day just kept cascading on top of itself okay mm-hmm and you would say, and I should have been driving around saying, toot, toot, the coffee's out, rolling down the window, no mask, screaming at people. Our coffee's yeah. out, askronacoffee.com. Sure. Brian worked very hard at this. I'd like your attention, please. That's what That's I should right. have been doing. Yeah. But instead, I just could not get out of my own way, and my, I had no flow. My flow Rana, was I've been ruined. answering all my phone calls this morning, askronacoffee.com. And Have then when re- they ask for me, I say, this is Brian of AskRonaCoffee.com. <laughs> and then I get my business done. So the coffee is up. We're very excited. We want people to try it. We want people to take pictures of themselves drinking it. We want yes. them to send us the pictures. We want them to tag us in the pictures. We want all of those things. We'll come up Do with Do an American kind of- beauty, but fill the tub with coffee beans. Wait, I love that. Yeah. Uh, make a body scrub out of it. Do whatever sure. you want. Yeah. We need a coffee hashtag. I forgot to come up with a coffee hashtag. Oh, something, God, Rana. Something good. I don't know. But anyway, tag us in your pictures. Send us your thing. I mean, yeah. we really, truly, really want to know what you think of this coffee because we are not, I mean, we sound like a couple of QVC hosts, but we are loving this it's coffee. It's true. It's true. But as fabulous as my day starts when I start with that coffee, I still was having a lousy day. What was going on? The garbage truck. Just a mood. It was just in the air. Yeah. It was like a tidal shift, you know? I do know. Yeah. A pull of some kind. From who knows From who knows where. You're like psychic. And then on my doorstep. Oh my God. From the most unlikely source arrived a slice of the most perfect 
banana bread. Yeah. You didn't tell me the lobsterman was making banana bread, which I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna collapse of COVID by the end of the day. That I touched this. The fact that I touched this should tell everyone what kind of mood I was in, because I was really taking a. I was I was willing to try anything. Rana, the lobsterman has been really into baking. As you know, he's living with his mother. He lost the boat, which is very unfortunate, <laughs> which wasn't his to begin with, but I guess he trashed it. So it's he not funny, Ron. It's actually very him. serious. <laughs> he's living with his mother. He's in Winthrop or in Marblehead? Is she in Marblehead or in she Winthrop? No, Winthrop. Yeah. 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 Which sounds nice. I've never been. but Well, you know, it's easy because there's some clam beds right there, and I know he likes to go clam digging on the weekend. There are times. That's yeah. one of the highlights of the whole thing he told me, so I can't wait to go clamming with him. But his mother has a well, full-size- you're not a clam. Oh, I'm not? No, I don't think so. I don't either. No. <laughs> don't you just like throw bread out and the clams come around? His mother has a full-size bed that they share. Is that what you're going to say? No, Rana. <laughs> She has two full-size beds in two different bedrooms, but also she has a full-size kitchen. So she doesn't have like, he had a miniature oven. And so she has like a full-size oven. I see. And a full-size kitchen. A full-size kitchen. Yeah. So that was exciting. So they have an oven. Because of course on the, on the boat, on the houseboat, he would never full-size kitchen. No, 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 no. It was like well, basically- it does make sense. He likes to work with his hands as a fisherman, yes. and since he's not fishing, he he, you know, I had a, I had a uh, distant relation once who uh, liked to work with his hands, and so he would make Irish soda bread. That was another thing he liked sure. to do was make soda bread. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, so he has been making banana bread, and it's sort of dietetic. He puts the um, what's in this banana bread? Well, I have un- to tell you, it's one of the best pieces of banana bread I've ever had. That is he, great. He also refrigerated it, I think, because it was cold. I don't know why, but it was cold, which made it even more delicious. Because he read and, somewhere that if you refrigerate it, it actually makes it a little better. And is that right? And that's what he I did right out of the oven. I did not want. I've never wanted a walnut in my banana bread. I think they're irritating and in the way. <laughs> and I tell you something, I don't know if he toasted these walnuts before he, he put them in. They were fantastic. Well, Rana, I have to tell you, so he does a thing. I didn't, the kind of butter he uses is, I don't know the name of it, but it's like a girl who she's a blue bonnet on or something. She's a bonnet on her head. And um <laughs> Okay. I think it's wearing a bonnet. Yeah. And you can keep, it's the kind of butter that you can refrigerate or not. Do you know what I mean? That's all butter. Oh, okay. Well, this is the kind that, um, it's like, looks white. Okay. So it was like, um. With a blue bonnet on. Yeah. That was. I can't remember. It's the same people who do like country crock. Oh no. So it was like that. And it was the same kind of thing. But it's, um. So So it's not real butter or it is real butter. No, it's diet, so it's better than real butter, so it's not real butter. Really? Yeah. I can't believe it's not butter. So it's margarine. And then- Is it margarine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, margarine. No. You're just saying this now. You I know. know I, I'm just trying you know to get a rise I wouldn't like anything in ma- with margarine. It's true. It. It has, unless, I, I was it's a, all, unless I was an Orthodox Jew and I had to cook with margarine all the time. Listen, it's all natural. He's really proud of it. And he- What did listen, he use I, for I, sugar? What's his sweetener? That's a good question. I'm not sure. I'll have to find out. Maybe just the banana. Well, no, not just the never just the bananas. Anyway, you but can I, tell him Rana G enjoyed his banana bread. I will. And I think I mean, he'll it feel- was truly, and he really turned, I can't even believe he is the source of something right. that turned my day around. Yeah. But he really did. 
Well, good. Well, Rana also like. Isn't that a lesson for me? It is. And a little honest, bit of sunshine can come from the most unsuspecting places. And I it mean, helps it helps him out a little bit too, because it gives him a lot of pride when someone buys a loaf of, of banana bread. You you did give did you Oh did you was I supposed to pay him for the banana bread? Well, it was like an entire loaf, Rana. Well so <laughs> Well so what, what do I owe for, Let me hold on. Let me guess what I owe him. For I, told him I, I, I told him wholesale. I told I told him wholesale. Let me yeah, guess. Please. Do I owe him now? Let's see. The beefsteak tomatoes mm-hmm. were $72, including damages About and that. waiting time and uh and whatever having your prescription refilled after your anxiety went through the roof at Drainage. If we're talking all in and comprehensive, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna assume the banana bread clocks in at around seventy one fifty. Is the that bananas right? were organic, Rana? <laughs> they really were, and that's not cheap. And so I didn't know. I told him to give you the wholesale price. I wanna so, know how brown those bananas were. How brown were they? Oh god, I think they were black. I, I can't remember. They I wonder how long dark. he wakes. I want. I wanted to know how long he waits. Very, very. Dark. I think he yeah. got most of the flies out of the peel because you know they do that thing. But what honestly, are you talking I, about? You're asking what too many you questions. You're asking too many. What questions. do you mean flies out of the peel? Have you ever heard of a fruit fly? Of course, but what do you mean by flies out of the peel? Well, I don't know. He peeled. Not one everybody and... has fruit flies, Brian. Are you sure? Positive. No, I'm pretty sure that anyone who keeps fruit in their house has. I'm them. positive because that was another thing that was driving me crazy is that I took out a light winter, a light summer sweater this morning. Uh-huh. That was really another thing that set me off. And you know, I like to do my sweaters. I do them during award season. Well, you usually do them during the Emmy, so I'm surprised you're doing well, them right now. I do the summer. No, well, I'm taking them out for the summer. Oh, during see. the Emmys, I put my summer sweaters away. Got it. Right. Yes. Obviously, because the Emmys are in September, unless sure there's are. unless there's, I'll usually keep one or two on the shelf in case there's an Indian summer. Right. In any event, one of my favorite Cuccinelli sweaters, cream colored Cuccinelli sweater, uh-huh. had just a teeny tiny little hole in it, and I thought, no, not me. Can't be because if you've got one fly, if you've got one moth, that means there could be moths and everything. Sure. So that means I'm going to have to redo my entire closet. <sighs> I'm going to have to have Yadvina comb through, and I was going to have her do the windows this week. So that really put me, you know, that's I mean, off I'm, schedule now. As if your play wasn't full enough. I mean, that really is stressful. I saw a funny tweet today. It said, uh, due to the fact that our doors have been closed. Um, uh, due to, due to, oh, due to. The, here we go. Due, due to the fact that our stores have been closed, um, our sweaters are going to be $250,000 each. That was from Brunello Cuccinelli. That was a joke tweet. Somebody oh, that's out. cute. That's yeah, cute. Yeah, because they're so expensive. Yeah. Ronnie, How you about were, the you... Supreme Court this week? A one-two punch? It's unusual that we were doing such a topical show on the free feed. But it is. Because it goes right over their heads, Rona. Yeah, well, they don't. They're free. yeah, not like they're reading newspapers. We have to save that for the Patreons. Oh, you got a real kick out of that, huh? I the did. Idea, yeah, I the did. idea that they're not informed on the <laughs> there's such a marked difference between one is like Nickelodeon and one is like 
news hour. When it's I like PBS. St- I still can't figure out what's free feed behavior and what's Patreon behavior because then on Patreon we talk about things that are ten times dirtier than what we talk about on free feed. The lines are getting a little bit blurred, but Rana, I will say this: you are much more relaxed in Patreon. I mean, you really let it all go. Is that right? I think you just feel a little bit more cozy and you rise to my level. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, today I really let it all hang out. I told everybody all about what a bad day it was. Having, that really is for me was Lana. a real revelation. Real I'm rooting revelation. for you. I'm rooting for you. You ro- you ro- are you rooting for me? Of course, always. <laughs> Okay, listen. I'm your biggest fan. I've no we doubt. Need, you might be my only fan. For all we know, for all we know, you're my only fan. Well, I you want noticed, me to prove I you wrong? I just I wasn't even sitting up straight. That oh, is what a bad do. day I was having. My God. Oh, anyway, you please really tell changed. the lobsterman thank you. Please tell him, still not interested in meeting him face to face. I was going to say, would you like no. to meet his mother too? I can invite no. them both. No, I'm not interested in a socially distant anything. I like the social distance we're at. But I will, I do have to give credit where credit is due. And that mm. was a gorgeous banana bread. And he really turned my whole day around. She said if she could meet you, that she would even go buy a box of Clairol and dye her hair. But no- <laughs> That's what she told me. Well, she should do that anyway. <laughs> okay, I'll tell her. I mean, really, these people in quarantine are just letting it all go. Well- it's I true. They they should know better on this show. Well, Rana, would you yourself. like would you like me to say a couple of things to show you how many fans you have and how much people love us? Yeah, let's do a few. Let's do a few comments, and then we have a really cute guest today. Oh I'm my god, to get to hilarious. He's, he's so cute. cute. cute Are you friends cute. with him? Do you know him? I you know I know him, but I don't think he knows me, and I would like to be friends with him. Oh well, we'll find out. So how about but, you that? You know, he may just be cute. He may not be fun to have as a friend. Some people like that. You're right. You're We're right. We're going to find out. We're going to find it all uh, out. We sure are, Rhonda. We're going to leave no <laughs> stone unturned. Okay. Let's all get right. to our reviews. Well, our and fabulous- let's, please, we have to remind people that they, I mean, I know we sound like QVC hosts, but no. we have, are so excited and we really have worked so hard on this and we've been building it and building it and building it for months AskRanaCoffee.com. Coffee snobs and coffee novices agree that this is one hell of a cup of coffee. And I, the people on the Patreon already know this, but my other lawyer at the same firm right. wrote to me. I sent a few bags to people Still that, get were, that number. You know who, yeah. who I thought really know, know coffee. Yeah. And he wrote to me, and he first he said, uh, you know, I, I, oh, of course, as a courtesy, he took it. Doesn't want to lose my business. Sure. So he said, oh, thank you for the coffee. I didn't even know if he would even try it. Right. First he wrote to me, said it was really good. Then he wrote to me, a couple days later, said, on the third day, I can assure you that this coffee is top notch. And I am pausing my usual monthly order from Intelligentsia Coffee. Fancy. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. And I'm switching right over to this the minute they hit the hit go on that website. So I think he might have been our first customer. Now that's exciting because yeah. that's like a real high bar. Yeah, that's I mean that's all real right there. It sure so, is. And also, we'll tell them afterwards. But they've got to rate and subscribe. And listen, review. it's five stars. It's the easiest thing you'll it's ever do. And it's the least you can only. do. And but listen to listen to some of these beautiful uh, okay, reviews we got. Yeah, we I'm got a start. second review from Lauded Director. Lucia Agnello. Did we really? We did. Who's directed all those Babysitter's Club on Netflix. She's simply the best. We got a second review from her. Five stars. 
excuse me, there is no better, and I never know how to say this, salve or salve, or S-A-L-V. salve. Salve. There's no better yeah. salve for this crumbling democracy we're living in than Ask Rana with Rana and Brian. Every episode is as luxurious as being snuggled in a Laura Piana cashmere wrap. Kiss, kiss. Wow. Is she Now, wait great? a minute. Not only is she terrific, not only does she have incredible taste. Sure. Padme. Yeah. I mean, go look at her IMDb if you're wondering what she's up to, Padme Broad City. No Excuse kidding. me. Yeah. Excuse me. She's, Among a, th- a thousand other things. She's a hot, hip director, Rana. She's busy, Brian. Busy. Constantly working. Constantly, Constantly working. Constantly project to project, employed like crazy. And she has time to leave not one but two Great five-star point. reviews with a paragraph attached. Great point. What are you doing, I ask our listeners? Well, I'll tell you who is doing something. Yeah. Maud Pudge. Let's hear Who, who writes, <laughs> we're story- Restoring my faith in straight white me. Let's face it. If remote and recent American history. That's what he says. Let's face it. If remote and recent American (laughs) history has taught us anything, it's that most straight white males are trash. However, this delightful podcast with thoughtful and compassionate guests, including Mike Schur and Misha Collins, is restoring my faith and proving that some straight white men can be total menches. Thanks, Rana and Brian, for the perhaps unintentional mitzvah. Oh. All right. Well, that's nice. Well, that's very nice to hear. I mean- we don't think we don't see things that way here. We just we invite the people we love. We just invite so, people who we think we're going to learn from and who will learn from us. And it's no surprise though that we should have. I mean, look, straight straight white men are not everybody's favorite category at the moment. Sure. And it, but it is no surprise to me that all the men that we've had on that happen to be straight and white are totally sensitive, interesting, interested. People. Adam Pally. Yeah. Remember him? Sure. He ended up being a fabulous guest. That's true. Justin Kirk, we always well, love. And see, that's another point of contention. We don't just have anybody on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? Just that, like, we know that these people are going to be this great when we Oh, have yeah, they them. don't just show up knock at the door. No. We're curating this view. Everyone's been fully vetted. It's a curated collection. Correct. And finally, CMDM yeah. gave us five stars. And right, and this I love because it's just right to the point. I laughed so hard, I fell off the sofa. Fabulous. There you go, Rana. I love it. AskRanaCoffee.com. Right. Don't forget it. And this is, I think, we've got one a couple more weeks left in June. And so don't forget we're donating to Trevor Project over That's on, right. on Patreon. For sauna privileges, you can watch the, the entire Patreon episode. $5 gets you into the carriage house. $10 lets you watch it. And also, um, we got our pride tea on sale. Yes, our fabulous pride icons tees at podswag.com slash askrana. Business but is booming. I have to say, there must be people that have joined us that are new based on our numbers, which I, oh, oh my God, I forgot what I was going to tell you. What? This is funny, but I'll tell you in one second. Uh, based on our numbers, which are climbing like oh, crazy. Oh, I mean, you can't keep us down. We must have new people in the carriage house all the time. And, and so what I have to tell people is if they don't understand what Patreon is, it's another show. We do a second show. It's an, and by the way, it's not an abbreviated second show. It is an entire no. second show with Rana and myself. So we're really putting out two shows a week. One is yeah. free feed. That's where the craziness happens. But then there's the carriage house. We're another level of more intimate craziness. Well, happens. and you know what? You want to know why, Rana? Because the so more intimate Patreon. level of crazy is, yeah. there's a code around it. 
sort of like, listen, we're all here. We yeah. don't need you spreading. Shh. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you want to know? Hush. You have to. You have to. You have to go in and find out. Well, I, it's the, I, I there's certain things we talk about in the character test that we really would only talk about with our closest friends. That's right. That's right. So we received some coverage in the Times of Israel. We certainly did, Rana. Now Jordan Hoffman, I believe, they rhymed the us with Corona. No, so this is what this has been under my skin for a couple of days because they said, "What the?" I'm paraphrasing, but the podcast was what fabulous new podcast rhymes with Corona? Okay, right. So, of course, my name is Rana. The yeah. show is called Ask Rana with Rana and Brian. Yeah, nothing Nowhere rhymes does it with say Corona. Rana. Right. No, but what I realized it took me about four days. But what I realized was. If you read that with a Hebrew accent, with an Israeli accent, oh, okay. it's Corona and, and Rona. Rona. Ask Rona with Rona and Brian, and this, the disease is called Corona. So ask Rona, what podcast rhymes with Corona? It's Ask Rona. Rona. So are you more settled about it now? Well, I still think it's crazy that that was in the English language newspaper. Rana, that, that article opposed- does a lot of good. So I would really watch it. Well, we uh, we did burst to the top of the charts in Israel. We so burst we, to the top of the charts in Israel. We truly did. So I think we made it to number 11 in Israel, something like Fabulous. that. Fabulous. So we have to really uh, tell our Israeli listeners if they want to send us some letters, we're here to receive them. But I just want to really, say- And it was a very complimentary piece. But the uh, but the headline was hysterical to me and drove me up the wall, of course. And then I realized that Rona and Corona was were the same thing. And I'm really proud, Rona, because you are Jewish. Thank I you. You are. A, <laughs> I, I'm of Arab descent. I oh, never thought I'd be right. charting in the Middle East. And so here I'm, we are. I'm thrilled it happened. Well, Should we get to maybe, our fa- maybe we're gonna plummet. Now that they know you're Syrian, we might plummet. Well, I didn't no, tell we, them. Now you've destroyed our entire enterprise because I didn't tell them that. Brian, we're a two-state solution, you and I. That's what we are. You are right. Yeah. Okay. I think our fabulous guest is here. Should we get to it? Let's do it. Okay. Attention, Carriage House members. Run a year to tell you all about FM. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Wait a minute, Brian. Rana? I can't handle this. Because my problem with this is this guy's so cute. Well, this guy's so cute and so great. And I think my personal wish is that we become friends after this and that maybe his marriage ends and we see where it goes. (laughs) However, well, 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 well. I think wow. I spoke. You know, that's a lot up top. I really think that you sort of top loaded the episode a little bit. I did too, but see now the we're idea talking. Is, the idea is you top loading is now we're talking. <laughs> you know, what? this wasn't supposed to be a one man pride parade. This episode, excuse okay? me, Rana. It's Pride Month, and this person happens to be 
a queer person We've in entertainment <laughs> who has who's so fabulous. He goes by all three names, Rana. Well, we've we've already established the fact that during Pride Month, I'm not allowed to say anything to you, Ron. Let me tell that you you're, that you're allowed to say whatever you want, and about- I'm allowed to say anything I want during Pride Month, Brandon. Anything I want, I get to talk about three waves, four waves, five waves, and if she disagrees with anything, I tell her you you're of a narrow mind and you're a homophobe. <laughs> yes, absolutely homophobe. Yeah. Immediately, See? that's yeah, that's homophobe. my problem. Immediately, yeah, I don't you spend enough. T- I don't spend enough time interacting with the gay community. That's my. Oh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, well, is that right? Very, very good. By the way, every people should know. Brandon is from Modern Love on Netflix. You should absolutely see it. Not to mention- he, Amazon. Um, oh, did I say Netflix? You're right. Amazon. That's right. It's right. Modern Love Amazon. Modern but Love I do work on a Netflix. Uh, Big Mouth. Big Mouth, Well, yes. and this is one of the ways I know Brandon. <laughs> sure. Because yes. everyone knows I'm the intellect sphinx on uh, Big Mouth. That's right. Yeah, I did a little guest <laughs> yeah. voice for Jen and Mac, because Jen's right from Newton, Massachusetts. People forget yes. that Rana has worked in Hollywood. And I'm well, well, you know, it's not very glamorous doing that sort of thing. I sort of thought it'd be going into the Netflix offices and they would have the 20 valet car, you know, Mrs. Glickman, can I take your car? (laughs) On and on. And that really was not where I ended up. Very different. You have to to do everything yourself. You have to walk in, open the door yourself. And it was hard. You do the voices yourself. It was really Hollywood. (laughs) I mean, it was really deep Hollywood where this was Sure. We're very, uh, we're very, Indie, indie, yeah. you know, very, very. But I love Jen. And you Mac. had the first five minutes of mommy dearest in your brain, Rana, where you're just scrubbing <laughs> your elbows, waiting for your car being taken well, to the studio. Why else would I have agreed to it? I know. I should have. I should have warned you. Yeah, I'm so sorry. And then we love Nick, <laughs> Nikki Kroll, of course, who's been on Nikki, the show a thousand yeah. times. He's the best. I love him. Uh, He's the best. Who he you adore. Let's get into this. We have Let's some fabulous Brandon, questions. We had, and we should tell you, we're, we're giving uh, this month on our Patreon, we do a Patreon, a bonus show. You know, everyone has a Patreon. Love that, yes. And we're giving $2 from all of our sauna privileges memberships to the Trevor Project this month. So we are, Love as that. much as we joke around, we're big supporters of, uh, yes. of Trevor Project and all the wonderful work that they're doing. Beautiful. Now, Brandon, we get a bunch of questions from listeners who are just seeking advice, help, direction. So they've yeah. written in. We're going to read some of these letters and then we're all going to weigh in on them. We're not okay. doctors. We're not <gasps> therapists. No. We're not even really no. experts. We're just no. people that have a feeling about yeah. what's true and what isn't true in this world. And I've watched a lot of Oprah, so I just feel like they're, like I'm qualified. You're qualified. I feel qualified. Well, that yeah. is yeah. hours of school, basically. That is. Yeah. I have all. It's a degree. It's a. It's, it's a degree. A, yeah. You've yeah. matriculated from Soul Soul Search Universe, uh, Soul uh, Session University. Yeah. Super yeah. Soul Super Sunday. Soul. University. Super Soul Sunday the University. Yes. Are you Brandon Kyle? Or are you Brandon? I'm Brandon. And then Kyle Goodman. Yeah. Just so y'all know that. You need I'm fancy. that for the. For, yeah, and also, was there already a Brandon Goodman? I don't think there Inequity. was. Oh, you just you. But Kyle's. You, I immediately. That is your a, you middle know, name, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Are you a song I was like and dance 20 man? Years old. I think it's the right huh? call. Yeah, it was twenty. I was like mm, the whole name. I want the whole name. Yep. Yeah, so. fabulous. Rana, would you like me to read the first one, or would you like to? You, why don't you read it? That's nice. 
<laughs> That's so sweet. Ron. Ron is a really good ally. I don't want to show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Hello, Ron, Brian, and distinguished guest. That's you, Brandon. Oh, I'm distinguished. Very. Love it. I Love hope it. you're all faring well in this pandemic as well as these as well as these volatile political times. The world mm-hmm. is changing fast, and that can take its toll if you're not coping with it right. Ron and Brian, I'm glad you have each other, even if it's from a safe distance. When the pandemic all started- oh my God, I, what a lead-in. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, lot of ass, the, a lot of assumptions. Truly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's, what's the question? We're getting there. And oh, by the way, oh, oh, I hope you oh. have about three paragraphs of patience yeah. within you, might you want because to light these letters cigarette. are- Yeah, yeah. See, truly. They're letters. Light a cigarette. These they're are, letters. These are <laughs> thick letters. You might Got want it. to go clean your bathroom and yeah. come back. <laughs> when you get back, and then when you get back, we'll get to the part where they say, should I leave my husband? <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. Always <laughs> yes. If you're asking, yes. <laughs> when the pandemic all started, I reached out to the neighbors to see if they needed anything from us and if we could help in any way. One of our neighbors, let's call him Bob, is a single father of two young girls, 13 and 11 years old. Before lockdown, he asked me if we could have the girls over to our house for a movie night so he could get a break for a few hours. I agreed, thinking that sounded lovely. But my husband privately objected, stating that it's exactly what we're not supposed to be doing right now. The very next day, the governor, the governor, the governor the declared the shelter in place ordinance. The so governator. I told the governor. So <laughs> I told Bob that it wouldn't be such a good idea right now to have the girls over, but that I would do my best to think of things to help entertain them. Since then, I've ordered them a brunch of art supply. Oh my God, you! What is wrong with me? I miss brunch, my God. <laughs> Since then, I've ordered them a bunch of the art supplies. Brunch supply. on the brain. That's right. Yeah. Brunch on the brain. Brunch on the brain. That's a book. That's a book. It is. How to drink cheap Prosecco. Yes. Since then, <laughs> how to use the during word bottom. Quar- during quarantine, yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since then, I've ordered them a bunch of art supplies, sticker books, puzzles, lent them our box set of Looney Tunes, since he said the girls enjoyed them. One day, about a month and a half ago, we saw an ambulance out front and saw Bob in the back getting treatment from the paramedics. Hmm. Bob's friend, let's call him Jerry, was there with him. And as we came outside, Jerry explained that Bob was having trouble breathing and was going to the hospital, but that he, Jerry, was going to take the girls. We exchanged numbers so that he could keep us posted, but as we were doing so, Bob Bob called Jerry over to the ambulance. When Jerry came back, he said, Bob wants to know if you can take the girls. Oh, this Bob. I was stunned and didn't know what to say. Why doesn't he just put them up for adoption? (laughs) Honestly. He's faking heart attacks. He's doing... I feel like a math question is coming. This feels like oh, a, yeah. it's a word problem. The train if Bob left, if Bob's train left Scranton at two p.m. and Jerry's Correct. train, That's and Jerry's like. train left Providence at one forty-five, where would they meet in Grand Central Station? Yeah, okay. Correct. Yes, Bob. Bob wants to know if you can take the girls. I was stunned. I didn't know what to say. I just blurted out, "I'm sorry, but we can't do that." Jerry quickly said that was fine and that he take the girls, no problem. Bob ended up being okay, stating that it was a combination of a changing of blood pressure medication and probably a bit of an anxiety attack. However, <laughs> since then, I've been feeling extremely guilty. Yeah, his plan is working. Things have chilled up with Bob. Things have chilled up with Bob and us. And when we do exchange greetings, it's pretty short. Not the warm, bubbly reception we used to get. I personally wouldn't mind loosening the restrictions and having the girls over for movies or an art project. But my husband is working from home right now and is also extremely paranoid about the virus. He's in a category of compromised immunity, so I have to respect that. 
Any advice you can give for extending an olive branch to Bob and giving him a little break from dad duties while at the same time keeping our boundaries for safety? I thought about inviting them to come along on one of our dog walks since the girls (sighs) do love the dogs. Any other suggestions? Many thanks. Please don't use my name. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, she's created characters. This woman is ready to pitch this question. Yeah, yeah. She's she's got the whole story down. She's writing a pilot. Completely. She's, she's a pilot. ready to go. Oh my god. She is writing a pilot. She just needs the story. She needs just. She just needs the interesting part. Jerry's my Jerry's my favorite part of the whole story. I want to know what Jerry's role is in all of this. Jerry is very. Who Jerry's a character. Is Jerry? Who's Jerry? Yeah. Who's Jerry? He's seven out of thirteen. Jerry in this on this show. Uh, what, what do you What do you think, Brandon? BK. Uh, BKG. I, I mean, <laughs> BKG in his house. Um, I mean, uh, I think like, send a care package or like, I don't know, drop off some muffins. Like send them some DVDs of uh, 90s classics DVDs. like Shazam or something. <laughs> oh, sorry. People don't watch. What year is it? This question was so long. <laughs> we went back in time. So, we went back in time. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like w- send them something they like. I, I love surprises. Alcohol, send alcohol to the I children for the children. Oh, you're a little right, white you're claw, right. a little, uh, a little black right. cherry white claw. They are basically selling children alcohol now with the white claw thing. Yeah, are you? What are your um, boundaries, pandemic wise, Brandon? Are you? What are, are you seeing a few people? Are you seeing nobody? Like what? What are you? What have you been doing? I've, I've been doing recently in the last week or two, like social distancing with a few people who I know have been quarantining as hard as we have. Yeah. Um, and so like, we'll do like a backyard little hang or something like but that. But they haven't been in your home. No. You are the only have ones been in that your have home? been in your home. Well, yeah, my husband and my dog yeah. are the only ones that have been. So in here's the real question. Well, what about Bob? I mean, to co- coin the phrase of a, one of the best movies ever made. What about Bob, Dad? What about Bob? Uh, we, what about Bob? Why are we working so hard? She mentions at the end of the letter. Sorry, I said she. I don't actually know if it's a she. But they, they yeah. said at the end of the letter that the husband was immunocompromised. Yeah. The end yeah. of the letter was my husband, <laughs> she's more worried about Bob and Bob's feeling than her husband, who is immunocompromised and has said very clearly, I'm nervous and I don't, and I don't want other people around. He's I feel not- like Bob would understand that, no? Oh, no, Bob doesn't understand anything. By the Bob's way, like- I completely yeah. get it. I completely get it. I, my lease was up recently on my car, Brandon. Okay. Actually, there no, this go. was the the last time I did this. But anytime I have a transaction like this, I'm always scared that if I don't do the thing, if I don't lease the car, if I don't da-da-da, that the other – and I'm better about it now, but I always just have guilt that the other person's not going to be upset with me. Uh, Even people who are selling me something, I just am like, oh, God, oh, God, I don't, I don't want them to be upset with me. I don't want them to be upset with me. When really this person's a perfect stranger. I get why this woman is more concerned about upsetting her neighbor than her immunocompromised fair. husband. Yeah. I don't know what that is, though. I wish I didn't have that. I don't know what it is. So as someone a- who knows that and can see it from the outside, what would your – since it's not you who's in the middle of the situation, what would your advice be – from the outside, 
now that you have, you understand how she feels, mm. but you also understand that that's not exact exactly how the world works. I was not expecting that. <laughs> well, I didn't see it. What happened? <laughs> I have a massive jug of water. <laughs> Brandon just took a, took a swig off of 90 ounces of blue water. By the way, he drank 80 of it in that question. <laughs> uh, yes. Finished it. But Brian, I, I think, as someone okay. who can see, here's the thing. Bob, by the way, Bob is looking for free child. Bob's a single father. Bob's looking for free child care. Bob's got Jerry taking the kid. Bob from the ambulance is asking if the neighbors can take the kid. I mean, Bob doesn't mind asking. And I think Bob probably is a little annoyed that he doesn't respect their boundaries on, on COVID. Mm-hmm. But her mm-hmm. problem is overall, she feels bad for Bob and she wants Bob. She feels bad for these kids. I mean, Bottom line, I think the idea of a walk is nice. If you want to bring them on a walk with the dog, perfectly nice. But I don't know whether your I husband think, has an issue with them touching the dog. I don't know whether that whether that's a thing. If you I think, think if your Brandon, dog is a mop. I think Brandon had a good idea, though, of, of this is what I would do. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's the thing you should. Yeah. But I would take over a gift and with honestly with a note absolving myself of any guilt i feel in other words just saying i'm so sorry we haven't been able to take the girls here's the situation with the husband we adore she your girls she sent them at supplies she gave them the looney tune set she's she's already done fair. five fair, fair, fair. five things to keep she is worried about these girls having activities during quarantine Okay. And so she's already okay. done it. I mean, she just keeps doing and doing it, and Bob won't let her off the hook. So then and she say, needs- Bob won't say, don't worry about it. I feel like she might need a little bit of, of therapy in the best way. I love therapy, mm-hmm. but it seems like this is more about her yes. than it is about Bob or Jerry. It's about her need to please other people and to get approval and validation from other people. Correct. And that's like, you need to read a book about, you know, self-love and, and not needing external validation. And also knowing that like, I think that is right on. And I think also knowing that when you feel guilty about something, it doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. Fair. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's okay, I yes. think, to like sit in that guilt and hope that it dissipates. But if she were to talk about this out loud, I think she would realize like, yeah, what is he upset about? What could he yes. possibly be upset about? Like, yes, she really hasn't done anything wrong. I understand the feeling. Well, but... and it's about boundaries. And so and maybe she's she uncomfortable feel, with them. She doesn't feel comfortable enforcing boundaries. So she should just try this as a test case. She also doesn't feel comfortable respecting boundaries. Look at her husband. I know. <laughs> he's, t- he's got one lung on the couch, and he's saying, maybe just for these six months, we don't let the neighbor children in. What and a way to get saying, rid of someone, though. Well, I mean, I'd be, I'm ready to have sleepovers with them again, because Bob's a single father. I Ronna, mean, this could be a long game of like a gone girl situation. She wants to be with Bob. I think she wants to be with Bob. And I think probably. What about Jerry? Where does that leave Jerry? (laughs) No, Jerry's in the mix too. (laughs) Jerry's in the mix. Did you see wild things? It's basically like Kevin Bacon and Matt Dillon at the end. No. Getting together. I've spoiled it. Don't really. It's okay. They are co-conspiring at the very end. And you realize that they're in on this together. And um, Nev Campbell with a really short red wig. Nev Campbell, where is she? What's she? Still I, living I think on she that retired. patty of five money. 
No, she did. <laughs> she did that. She did a um, ballet show. The company. Didn't she do. Yeah. Which I loved. Yeah. But that was years ago. That was like 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Well, I'm not her manager. I don't know what you're yelling at me for. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Call her up and tell her I've got another job for her? All right. You know what? Respect your so husband's fair. boundaries. Create your own boundaries. Uh, if you want to be nice, there's yes. nothing wrong with being nice. If you want to drop off muffins, if you want to send them art supplies, do that until the cows come home. But don't yes. expect Bob, who has his own set of whatever's going on, to let you off the hook. And don't the play by person, his own set of whatever's going on. The Absolutely. only person who can let you off the hook is you. You sound like actually a lovely person. I think it would be nice to take the girls on the dog walk. I think it would be nice to, to drop off something to eat. But the note from Bob where he says, I understand why your daughters can't play with my daughters is never coming. Never. So also don't Bob hold out is in for the, it. Bob is in his trauma, no? Right? Like Bob might be in his trauma. Sure. Might his, be. They the had pa- to call a paramedic because yes. he had a he had, <laughs> yes. he had an anxiety yes. attack. <laughs> yes. I, claimed- I forgot that part. There was so much in the letter. I, I it was loaded. The ambulance. Bob was, was on a stretcher trying to right, guilt her right. into babysitting his daughters. You're right. You're right. They're driving I, him I crazy. Yeah. Those daughters. He Bob needed a night off, so we went to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, that happened. That's who I Bob it was is. a scam. It, yeah. it was a scam. I don't yeah. know. If it was. I mean, <laughs> it was I'm sure every parent has wanted to check themselves into a hospital <laughs> instead of having to make one more chicken nugget. <laughs> Just for a break. That is true. That is real. Dear, let us know what happens with Bob. Dear Rana <laughs> and Brian, back in the fall, I started a tryst with one of my roommates. We enjoyed- What's a tryst? I'm sorry. A like tryst a is like a- uh, Sexy. Yes, a little, like a little, sex. a hookup, a hookup, basically. Oh, okay. Like but a, a okay, secret. Like a it's secret. secret, though. Oh, yeah. okay, like, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here for it. Okay, yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's a wonderful word, a tryst. It is. Yeah. A tryst. Yeah. But it, you know what? It sounds a lot like cyst. Well, oh. Yeah. Or trisket. It, like yeah. the correct. Yeah. Neither of which are terribly That's, sexy. Yeah. A trisket's a pretty good cracker, though. Under the right, under the right circumstance, it's also a drunk, lie. drunk, drunk, drunk. Yeah, it's a lie. Why is it a lie? <laughs> because I think they try to make you feel like it's good for you. Oh Healthy. no, they're very fattening triscuits. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lie. It's a lie. Oh no! I just saw Brian when he was ten years old. He ate a whole box of triscuits. <laughs> Please, and someone I used to said to him, sneak, "Those aren't just crackers." I used to sneak <laughs> snack wells in my pockets in my room from our uh, pantry, along with triscuits, and just eat them in absolute wow. isolation. So it was it, so I, much fun, Brandon. I wish we could have been friends back then. <laughs> <laughs> were, the, were the Triscuits a lie then or were they the truth? They weren't a lie yet. They were the truth. At they that became time. a lie. They were the yes, truth. Yeah. yeah. They were the you truth. discover the lie later. The yeah. <laughs> they were the truth. Back in the fall, I started a tryst with one of my roommates, a secret romantic affair. And Thank a tryst you. is always short lived, I should say. A tryst doesn't oh, last long. Okay. Yeah. Sure. It's a, so it's like a tussle. It's like a a tryst. A usually, brief- yeah, maybe it's a couple of days, maybe it's a couple of weeks. It's but it's definitely not a year. It always oh. ends with a cigarette <laughs> yeah. being like, yeah. "We absolutely. can't keep doing this." Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's usually one of them is a skunk who's smoking the cigarette. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> back in the fall, started a tryst with one of my roommates. We enjoyed a great few weeks. Well, he has the answer in the second sentence. Which we Perfect. went 20 minutes on the answer without reading the second sentence. <laughs> so sorry. We enjoyed a great few weeks together hooking up and sneaking out for dates behind the backs of our other two roommates. Fun. Oh, wow. Webster's Dictionary yeah. defines a tryst as. Yeah. 
He's not my normal type, but the sex was great. And it was thrilling to have this secret fling under the nose of the other guys we live with. Now, I'll have you know, I looked up this writer. And so we're talking about an all-male roommate situation here. Okay? Okay. And the tryst is with another male? So another male, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Unfortunately, during a night out with some friends about six weeks into our dalliance, another great word, I had to leave early and he didn't return home, instead deciding to hook up with someone he met on Grindr. This hurt quite a bit and he expressed regret, saying it was totally out of character for him. I can (laughs) I can attest to this. He's a nerdy academic and not the playboy type. Because I think everyone knows the only people that have tons of sex with strangers of the Playboy type. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. This and that it's totally this- out of character to search for an app, <laughs> download it, create a profile, and then start hooking up with people. Guess yeah. what? I don't know how it happened. If you're a it quiet, nerdy yeah. academic and you wish you were a Playboy, you download the, the app Grinder, and now you're a Playboy. Because sure. it's yeah. at your fingertips. Sure. Yeah. That's how you solve that problem instead of having to go out and buy everybody a drink. Okay. (laughs) Despite this, I wasn't able to overlook the betrayal and I cut things off after a couple. Betrayal. That's a strong word. That's strong. For a tryst? I I don't know. With you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you taking it for a spin now, huh, Brandon? (laughs) Trying that word out. Yeah. (laughs) Feels good. After a cold couple weeks in the apartment, we returned to the status quo as just roommates. Recently, I've come to regret cutting things off, especially spending time with him during lockdown and after noticing a pile of mementos from me on a bookshelf in his room. While drunk one night, I asked him if he wanted, I asked him if we wanted to hang out in my room after we finished a movie, and he politely turned me down, saying he was chatting with someone else. If I didn't already blow my chance at rekindling this connection with him, how could I let him know that I still think about him that way and would be open to a redo? Oh. Is that's that everything? Question. Yeah, that's I, don't, everything? I don't see the signing from it, but that's the, uh, I wonder if I got that wrong. But anyway, that's, yeah, that's the end. Somehow I don't have the who signed Well, there you go. I agree end. with you, Ronna. It's the end. I think that that's it. <laughs> yes! Yeah! Wow. I, Very well done. I think Very it well might done. be. I think it might be. I, I I don't... He knows that you... It sounds to me that if you're inviting him to your room after something, and then it wasn't just I'm chatting with someone, and then he snuck in your room, or I'm chatting with someone, and then a couple days later came in your room, or, or invited you to his... Um, And I think whatever mementos are on his shelf... Oh, God, this sounds so brutal... I think that's just a coincidence that they're there. Oops. I, I mean, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my Oops. Brandon, you go. Please take this heat off me. <laughs> well, no, I was like, I, like, not to take it like back to the 90s, but it's like, he's just not that into you. And I feel like you have to, you know, I think you have to know your worth, right? And and you want somebody who cares about you and is interested and is excited about you. You don't want to be chasing somebody who doesn't want you. Although I will say that's probably part of it. There's probably a, something interesting to this writer about somebody who's not that into them. The suffering of like, you know. It's fun. I, it's fun that I know this will never be uh, as opposed to getting yourself in a situation with somebody who does want to be with you, which oftentimes, especially as gay men, can be scarier mm-hmm. scarier to be with someone who wants to be with you yeah the idea of real commitment 
and real yes. and a real relationship and having everything that comes with that. Yes, that can be a lot scarier than yes. just like because also a somebody. real relationship is never as sexy as a whatever. Oh, whatever yeah. as this a tryst, yeah, as a, a tryst, <laughs> and also a real a relationship with someone you're already living with. I mean that that's a that's yeah. a big deal. So yes. I just looked, and that is exactly how he ended the letter. He didn't sign it; he just ended it with that, <laughs> that question. <laughs> uh, I think you're both 100 percent correct here. Which is, look, he took. You don't, how could you show him that you were interested? You did. You said to him, you want to come to my room, which mm-hmm. meant that you were open to something more. Mm-hmm. And he told you he was chatting with somebody. Oof. Brutal. Yeah. But in fairness to Because him, by the I, way, chatting is not seeing, is not dating. It's just like, I right, can't because like, I'm chatting. I'm talking to somebody else <laughs> right now. That's but like in, a hard texting. no. In yeah, fairness, that's a hard no. well, it's both a hard and a soft no. Because in fairness to him, they are roommates. It had been a, a, some time had passed, and they had reset. That's true. And so the other guy doesn't mean that the other guy didn't like you when you had the tryst and blah blah blah. But he's he's keeping the relationship where it is. And I think that this other guy- It took guy, some time to get back there, I to think being roommates sh- and have it be normal. And what he doesn't want yeah. to do is start that up again. And also it seemed he probably thought you were a little bit possessive. I was about to say, I think it. he overplayed his hand with the with feeling betrayed yeah. over someone betrayed. he wasn't in a relationship with going on Grindr. I think- Yeah, that's drama. Yeah. I think that that other guy was probably like, I don't know if he, this person used the word betrayed, but that's a big word for something that's a tryst. Well, obviously, yes. there's a friendship there too because they're roommates. So there's this, uh, there's another level of. He thought it was going to be a progression, so so sort of like when you're friends with someone and then you one person has a crush on that person, and then it progresses and you hope it'll become a relationship, mm-hmm. which you know happens quite often. And so because they already had the underlying dynamic of they live together, which, by the way, is just an absolute disaster, but not to mention during quarantine. And there's five guys in this house with the smell I can't imagine. Jesus, that's awful. That's rough. (laughs) Oof, that sounds terrible. Who cleans the bathroom? That's all I want to know. The smells. I would never. Oh, God. God. They all probably wear a different kind of deodorant. So oh, all the act. different they're, oh. they're doing the body oh, spray. Oh, yeah, body five spray. guys. It's a no body question. spray. <laughs> oh god. Uh and that couch probably smells like a bed that doesn't get made. Ooh, and if there's they're... one animal in there, <laughs> it it basically gets dirty well, already... like five thousand percent, not only because it's that many guys. <laughs> and there's yeah. already five animals in there, which you know I think hey! living with a living with a man <laughs> is living with a wild animal. Just is. Yes. yes and sometimes yes. you can you can domesticate it and sometimes you can't. But Body, hair, everything. In yeah. any event, this guy felt betrayed. Did he feel betrayed? He felt hurt. He thought it was going somewhere, and then it wasn't going there, and then it was over. And he still has residual feelings that he has to he has to figure out. And like, who doesn't understand sure. that? I've I've had residual feelings. Very for normal. Very normal. Unrequited love. Yes. But your job yeah. in this moment is to try and figure out how to work past those feelings, not to see if there's a way back here because that there isn't. There's no way back. Yeah. Save yourself some time. He closed the door. Then he locked it. The door is closed. Yeah. Sorry, that's a housewives. <laughs> that's a housewives <laughs> reference. I apologize. Are we, are we been talking about that? We've talking about Denise Richards. That's our new favorite thing to uh, talk about. Oh, yeah. Do we love her? I just love how, like, she's always, like, a little bit messy. Like, she's not quite yeah. put together all the way. Like, her glam is, like, 
slightly off, always. Can we talk about her that. insane husband? Aaron. So beautiful. And then he talks and you're like, wow, 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 I can't support you. I can't support you. He doesn't you. just talk. He threatens to crush your hand. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, oh, and yes. speaking of messy, though, I do love... I do have to say, I do enjoy her saying to him, the cameras are on us. I love her. <laughs> yes. I, I really oh, love, I love her. Yeah. Which is also, it. that just gives you a clue of like how out of it he has to be. Absolutely. Because anyone that has she, to be reminded that they're on the filming on a real, it's, he is not a pro. There's a, there's a full production crew. How, yes. do you, how do you forget? <laughs> how do you forget? He is how you forget. You take three Xanax and then you drink a tumbler. Of tequila. They, they love their Casamigos tumbler. Oh, yes. Reposado, he likes. And then you start talking about NASA and how cancer might be good for you. He's yeah. Oh, my wild. God. He's not. With a giant wild. rock. Do you have the big yeah. rock here, he asked. Ugh. That's what he wanted, the big ice cube. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Anyway. All right. All right. So, uh, next question I'm going to read, too, if that's okay with of you. Of course it's okay. This comes from a longtime listener of us. Uh, and he didn't give his name, but I know who he is because he wrote to us and he's been a fan and a listener for a long time. And so I was hoping we would get to his question and hoping you might have a little insight into it because it sounds like he's sort of struggling with this a little bit. Yes. Uh, in in light of uh, the recent climate in the country, but let's face it, the, the climate in the country always. Can I raise always, my hand yes. for a second, Rana? Oh, yeah. I do just want to say... <laughs> <laughs> I do Here just want to say What did I do wrong now? You've done nothing wrong You've done nothing wrong I did a few things wrong in the beginning Oh, earlier? In the beginning, in the but beginning, I was just cousin. Yeah, but you're 150, Rana No one, like, <laughs> you get a pass Wow, 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 wow I'm just kidding well, Oh, you're just kidding? Of course <laughs> Oh, okay Well, I'll be sure and leave a pallet of Triscuits on your doorstep And we'll see And we'll see if they're still there by the end of the weekend I just meant that you are And a- then I'll say you look chubby And then I'll say, just kidding I was just kidding <laughs> Honestly, Everyone knows if you say you're just kidding It doesn't count My stomach just fell to the floor <laughs> Rana, I only said that to indicate that, of course, you're a supportive person and, of course, you're an ally, but that you're of a different time. I'm just teasing. Okay, so what were you going to say? What were you going to say about white people? White people throwing good shade. I did not expect it. I really didn't. I'm so happy. Rana and I are George and Martha from Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf, at least in my fantasy. We're Martha. We're Martha and Martha. We're Martha and Martha. We're Martha and Martha. Yes, Martha and Martha. Anyway, you raised your hand. Mr. Coffee raised your hand. Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll say it after the question. No, you say it okay. now. You All I was going to say was that if you go to, obviously check out everything Brandon does, but I, I will say that your Instagram is actually a real wealth of knowledge in everything that's happening right now with Thank defunding you. the police and Black Lives Matter and everything like that. Um, and I think your message, especially about white people don't ask black people, is mm-hmm. so strong in there and is so clear that I think for anyone who's listening – who might be white and who might have questions, a thing you could simply do is to scroll through Brandon's and then jump off from there. Yeah, that was all I was going to sure. Dear Ron and Brian and Brandon, mm-hmm. my question involves how to discuss race with white friends. Now, I happen to mm-hmm. know that our letter writer is not white. He's black, okay? Mm-hmm. My majority, well, he says it himself. You know, we got to read these whole questions <laughs> we before we start explaining the them to You're people. You're right, you're right. 
No, not you, me, because of what happened with the tryst before. The tryst, yes. Oh, right. It's in the letter. It's in the letter. My majority of circle of friends are white, and many times I'm the only black person in a group or social gathering. Mm-hmm. I am usually happy to share my opinions on race or any subject, but recently with everything that is happening in America and Canada, I am con- he's in Montreal, mm-hmm. I am constantly bombarded with questions. How do I feel mm-hmm. about Gone with the Wind? The protests, the riots, George Floyd. Check out this Karen story. So Jimmy Fallon did blackface. What do you think about Aunt Jemima? Mm. I can't think of a polite, in all caps, uh, way to say, yes, I know about racism. Stop messaging me. Can you please help? Lance from Montreal, longtime fan, and Arana. Okay. So there are a couple things in that question. I'll start with the end, which is that I don't think you have to be polite. I think at this point in time, Black people trying to make white people feel safe inside of these conversations Mm -hmm. is not a thing that we have to do. And I understand from the nature of how we're raised and trying to be polite and trying to also thrive in white spaces that we often feel like we have to be polite, but you do not. If you do want to, because these are your friends, so you're not trying to be disrespectful, I think you can simply say, and if you want to send it in a mass text or whatever, I don't have the emotional capacity to have these conversations, so please stop messaging me. I think there's no time for mincing words. There's no time to try and make people feel good. You are, uh, as the Black person, we are the uh, the victims, for lack of a better word here. But no, we are. We are the victims in this situation, and we get to respond and react how we need to. So the first thing is just saying, I don't have the space to have that conversation. So please, stop asking. And that's very clear. And if anyone gets mad at you, they're not a friend anyway, because anyone who is remotely conscious would understand if their Black friend says, I can't do this right now, their response should be, oh my God, I am so sorry. You're right. Their response should be about taking care of you first and foremost. And then the other piece of it is, if you are the only Black person in your white spaces, then what I would encourage you in this time is to expand who you surround yourself with and finding the Black people in your life or finding relationships with more Black people because that is going to pour into your spirit. That's going to rejuvenate you because, you know, if I'm in a space with another Black person, we don't even have to speak about what's going on. There is an, we understand. And just knowing that that person understands without any explanation is very healing because part of, uh, the insanity of what's happened is that we as Black people feel insane because we've been saying racism exists, white supremacy exists, and people have been like, oh, but like not as much anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And so now finally the consciousness is like, oh shit, it does exist. And it's great that that's happening, but it can still be triggering as Black people because you're like, yes, I've been telling you that the sky is blue for 401 years. I've been saying that to you. And so now that you're agreeing with me, it's like, good, now go fix whatever shit you guys did and stop asking me about how to fix it or which way to fix it or what I think you should do. It's like, it's, it's not on us to do that. So I, I, I think that for your personal mental health, um, finding some Black people 
to uh, lean on in this time and to share space with or, or to FaceTime with or Zoom with would be incredibly important. Uh, it's a long-winded answer, but I think that all those pieces hopefully make sense to, to them. Sounded great to me. Yeah, I think it's a fabulous answer. I, my only other piece to this mm-hmm. is if it sounds like a lot of his primary relationships in his his close friends are white. Yeah. yeah which is tricky for all mm-hmm. of the reasons that you have described. One being that he doesn't maybe have as many people in his life that he can just relate to. Yeah. And just even take a time out and say, can you believe this? What's going on here? And can and and to turn I mean in to turn on his own and say, Can you believe this text I got? Can you believe this one won't dress to roll up? Crazy. Yeah. All yes. of that. Just somebody to commiserate with, but also somebody yes. who just understands what you're going through. And also somebody who may very well not want to talk about it either. Because I think there has to yeah. be space for that too. The the sort of, of recharging or having a laugh or whatever it is. But what shocks me about these this group of friends, though, and I, I I don't mean it critically, is that how do they not know this? I guess, like, but I, I think know this, that, but I think also, like, how do they not know not to go to this person for every? You'd be surprised, people, unless you say it. Uh, and I don't think there's malintent in it, but there are people who in their desperation to kind of fix it and figure it out and in their desperation of also feeling guilty. What I was going to say, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Especially if he's the only black person, I would not doubt that they might've said something or done things in the past that were racially insensitive that maybe he just didn't address or feel like he needed to address. And I'm saying that talking from personal experience as well. Yeah. So, so I'm sure they're like coming to him trying to like fix this thing. And it's like, that's not actually the way. But I think that there's also, we have to create a little bit of space for the fact that, I mean, it does sound like he inhabits mostly white spaces, as you were saying. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so this isn't something that maybe if this isn't, if this is a pretty homogeneous environment that we're talking about, that this isn't stuff that a lot of these people have thought about before. And that this is Mm -hmm. a time where the world is saying, where people want to fall on the right side of something. Yeah. And so naturally they might come to the to the person that they know who they think is the expert on this but just de facto by the fact that they are black and have la- lived a black experience in their life mm-hmm. that they might actually be trying to understand that perspective. I I won't leave it there because I think the real problem I think that on its own is lovely. And if we weren't in such a heightened state, if you were sitting at a barbecue, I mean, the other way you can look at it is how come they even asked you that question for the last 25 years, but okay, fine. Mm -hmm. They were asking now and that that is something, but I think the thing that is getting lost. And I think this was real part of what you were addressing at the very beginning of the question Mm -hmm. is it's not, black people's job or or it's really not anybody's job for somebody else to do that work for you. So even though it's coming from a genuine place of, can you help me understand this? I love you. I want to understand what this, and also I think Lance is fun and smart. And as he said, he has opinions on a million things. So he might be the guy that they go to for opinions on 
five other things too. Yeah. But, and so, mm-hmm. so I'm not saying that this is not, these things are not intertwined. I just mean, they think, well, Lance is going to have a take on this. He's going to have a take on uncle Ben's rice or this. Or sure. That. But, but what I it think, doesn't take think, into account is the exhaustion that he has to feel fielding your emotions and helping you sift through it. And that is not his job. His job in this moment is to feel whatever, Ever he needs to feel and to tell everybody else, if you don't mind, I'm processing and I'm doing what I need to do to take care of myself. And if you want to read, I don't know what, White Fragility or James Baldwin or five other things, you could. But it's not my job to be a teacher. Absolutely. It's not his job to be the teacher. And I, and I think as friends, even if you want your your Black friend's take on things, I think you have to understand that we're lit- – it's like – it's like if somebody stabbed me right now and you were like, hey, so like, well, like, what do you think about knives? And it's like, that, this is not the time to ask me about that. Like, I'm literally bleeding right now and I'm trying to take care of my heart and my soul. And yes. so I think they're just for white people, it's like having that perspective and being like, oh, this isn't just about a conversation that needs to happen or like what his take on it is. Like, my friend is literally in pain right now. And so the best thing that I can do is say, I love you, I'm here for you, and I got you, and I'm doing my work to figure this out. And the best thing as a Black person you can do when people are just, you know, messaging is not right now. And you don't have to explain further. Like, I have somebody, I think it's Yonla Van Zandt, Super Soul Sunday, who says, like, let your no be a no. You don't need to explain your no. And I think that that is how we as Black people have to handle ourselves in these moments. Yeah. like. Not right now. I don't need to tell you why not right now. I don't need to give you that information. It's just not right now. And I have a feeling probably these are people that love him and will mm-hmm. respect that entirely. It's just Absolutely. that they just need to be smacked on the nose a little bit and told, and told this isn't really what I'm doing right now. Absolutely. But have you received any... So as a person that has white friends, I mean, mm-hmm. ha, what has been meaningful to you for people to to in either a supportive way or a reaching out kind of a way or what actually is meaningful and what doesn't sound tone deaf or because there's got to be people that are listening that are on the other side of this wondering how do I tell my friend I love them obviously you know it's not even it's not enough just to think just because we have friends you know I'm not racist it's like no Mm -hmm. this is what the idea of being anti-racist as opposed to just not being racist racist. in the everyday every day or whatever. How do you let someone know? I see you. I hear you. I am on your side in this and I am here to help, but without it feeling like an assignment for the person that you love. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's part what you, you kind of worded it perfectly, which is basically it's taking yourself as the white person out of it, right? And it's simply saying to your black friend, like, and not the person that you, the black person you knew in high school, because I'm getting a lot of that too, where people who I have no relationship with are reaching out and being like, I am so sorry. It's like, I don't want to hear from you. But to the person that we have relationships <laughs> with, it's like, I love you. I love you. And this is fucking shitty. And I'm working on making it better. And I'm here if you want to talk. But at base, I just want you to know that I love you. Yeah. And it's very simple. And you don't, and you may get a response. You may not. Don't take it fucking personally. Like, uh, it's a lot that's happening. But I think it's very short. It's very sweet. 
don't send me a whole letter. Don't send me a whole. Yeah, you because know, also I would thing. say it, right now, especially, it is easier than ever to educate yourself on this stuff. Everyone oh my God. has written lists of things oh. you can do as a white person, things you can read, watch, ev- donate to. It's at your fingertips. Where the marches. It is at your fingertips. So you don't really need to go in a text no. and say, what do you need or what should I be doing? I mean, it, right. you can arm we- yourself. Yeah, I yes. don't think you should say what should I be doing, but I think it's important for people to know that you love them and that you th- and that you're thinking of them. And in a lot of ways, maybe this is a strange analogy, but everything that we're describing to me feels like the way people behave around grief. Yeah. Pe- and loss. People don't know yeah. how to behave around grief and loss. And the most important thing you can do is say, I see you and I love you and I'm right over here. But never, ex- but never expect either to be given an assignment. Well, can I make you a lasagna? Can I make you, you know, right. you right. so no one in that situation, you drop off a lasagna. And no one would ever ask you in this that situation. No one would ever text you. The difference is no one ever text you. Can you explain death to me? Right. Do you know what I mean, that's a honestly. That's Rana. That's actually very brilliant. I think that's a beautiful way to look at it. It is grief. We are in mourning. And so if white people can treat it as such, you know, obviously there's part of it where they have to do their work. But in terms of your interaction with your black friend or your black colleague, you treat it like grief, which is that you're sensitive, you're short, you're brief, and and it's just, I love you. And I think you you don't say nothing if you really are close with someone, because I think, I do think nothing feels like a lack of support. Totally. Mm -hmm. And so even if it's the tiniest little something, as you're suggesting, Mm -hmm. I will say one thing that's been fascinating about this moment, and I'm I'm not going to express this totally clearly, but I find it maddening and I don't understand. I mean, it's very common, but this idea that people, so the friends that are contacting you from high school. Yes. They want to feel like, they want to, everybody wants to feel, this is a moment where everyone is uncomfortable and mm-hmm. everyone should be uncomfortable because mm-hmm. it's a moment of growth. But yes. as humans, you know, water seeks its own level or whatever people, everybody wants to not feel uncomfortable. And yes. so these people from high school that are reaching out to you, which in yes. a way is hysterical to me if it wasn't so pathetic, but, right, but they're like they're, really they're, asking you to absolve them of any guilt. Absolutely. They really That's, just, that to me they're is not that even, is. even necessarily going that far. They just want to feel that they did something. Yes. And so they just will do that. But when you do that, you don't think at all about how they're not thinking about how that affects you one way or the other. Right. They just want right. to know they did it. They want to be absolved. Exactly. As Brian was saying. And the other thing that's fascinating to me is these people that are sniping at people on a lower level, people that are pretty, uh, meaning people that are pretty, I don't know. I was saying to Brian, to Brian, people don't use the word woke anymore. I don't think, but people that, no. that <laughs> seem to be pretty, uh, liberal and plugged in. And then you find those people cannibalizing each other Mm -hmm. on some level. And you think, why is your focus here when you're fo I mean because it's little little tiny exactly tiny little problems or they want to feel that they did something but they're but they don't know how to act on the grand scale. 
Mm-hmm. And that's the sort of energy that's all going to the wrong place. Which I think if you don't know how to act on the grand scale, which there are plenty of books and, and articles to read about yeah. that, but I keep saying that in addition to the big things that need to happen, there's also the things in your community, right? So it's like, what's happening at your job? How many Black people work there? Are, are the Black totally. people being promoted? Are you amplifying and elevating their voices? What's happening at your grocery store? It's like looking at your community and you start there. And honestly, that's what's more impactful to me as a friend, yeah. right, is that not your text, it's that you are actually taking action somewhere, wherever you are, you're actually doing something. Because what I try to remind people is that, yes, the headlines and the hashtags, they do impact us because there is a, a our mortality and our existence gets under a microscope and it tears, it tears us open. At the same time, George Floyd is not related to me. So it's not like this thing directly happened to me. So when you text me that you're sorry, I, it's like, what are you sorry for? Does that make sense? Absolutely. It's, it's confusing and I don't know what it's you want to ridiculous. say. It's also ridiculous. Right. Yeah. So what what you actually need to do is not necessarily, I mean, be sorry or whatever, but I, that's irrelevant. Like the like the actors who did the I Take Responsibility, it's like, the, I don't care about that. It's like, what are you going to do Get with active. this thing? Yeah. Get active. I don't need you to be like, this is what I did and this is why. I, who I know, it was it? awful, but we. But the, <laughs> I suppose if you got a call from the NAACP, you might consider being sure, in that maybe, video. Yes. But that I was, guess. I mean, whoever came up with that was the exact wrong who, way to do everything. The wrong, yeah. wrong, wrong no way. Kidding. It's like, what is your action? What Down are you going to do? Down to the black do? and white uh, yes. framing or whatever. Oh, with the music yeah, and the Aaron terrible. Paul's hands yeah. uh, and Stanley Tucci reading. I, it's just like, oh my God. This yeah, is Stanley pretty, Tucci, I was so, <laughs> pretty much a train wreck. I know. And I was so enjoying Stanley Tucci's cocktail hours that he was doing on Instagram before that. Oh. Well. He's my, I still call him a zaddy. He's still, he is a zaddy. <laughs> he's still oh, he's in terrific shape, Stanley Tucci. <laughs> well, I hope that wasn't too too much to ask for you to answer no, that question. No, no, But happy, I do think happy, that's happy. incredibly helpful. And I think also it must be a little weird to be Canadian in a yeah. strange way. Because mm-hmm. same with, same with, uh, the UK, it's just a different, you know, in America, racism is such a loud everyday problem that vibrates on such a, a high level. Mm-hmm. And that is always, it's such a volatile thing. And because obviously we've just spent generations not really ever fixing the problem or yeah. making amends or doing right or whatever. And that we're still in this moment, but but this is an exciting moment in terms of activism and hopefully yeah. really breaking institutions down and building them up again. Yes, please. But in please. a lot of these other countries, it's just not one of the wonderful things about America, even though it doesn't feel like we're living in that place right now, is freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, all of the things that that aren't guaranteed rights in so many other countries, which mm-hmm. is why this is often a battleground also. But mm-hmm. I think in other places you have to keep quieter. And And I I think think that's really hard. And I think in other places, what's also happening is that uh, from what I'm understanding from people who are educating me. you need to assimilate, yeah. Yes, from uh, from other countries, is that it feels like culturally the the country was like, oh, this doesn't exist, and yes. now with what's happening here, I think other places are like, it happens here too, right? And yes. I think like it's like we are like we as black people in Australia or in the UK or in Canada are also dealing with this. Yes, y'all just said it was over, right. and so I think as a as a as the world, we're finally like, oh. 
oh, this thing is 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 bigger than yeah. There's a really international reckoning going on. It's, yes, it's pretty yes. exciting. And yes. I, I I don't know. We'll see. I, I am really hopeful though that this shifts a lot of things because I think this was a big. I don't know how you can wake up to something like this and then go back to. I'm sure there will be steps backward, but go all the way back. I at least I'm yeah. hoping. We'll see. I mean, we have to, that's why you just need people and allies who are committed and who make the choice to burn down the system and rebuild it uh, because it is easy. And we are seeing it. We're seeing social media feeds go back to normal and people are like, oh, okay, I think we fixed it. And it's like, no, being conscious about uh, continuing your action right. in, you know, being really conscious about like, oh no, this thing is a problem and it isn't fixed. And it, and we have to, as white people, you have to make a choice to continue. Engaging. Totally. Cause this was, we just got to the start line. Oh, basically. We, we, we like just we arrived just at it. Took us uh, centuries <laughs> yeah. and we just, we just started. So it's not going to fix itself yeah. in well, hopefully the momentum, I mean, we'll see what, this has been, honestly, will go down in the books as one of the strangest years of, oh, of all yeah. time. Uh, yeah. But hopefully with the, I mean, who knows, poor Joe Biden is just, who knows what he's going to be. But but oh, hopefully, God. never mind who's at the, at the top of all mm-hmm. of this, but hopefully there really is a tide that turns during the election and really turns in the local elections also. Yes. And that yes. in, and that because there really is that opportunity of it being an election. Yeah. That there really is a way to hold people's feet to the fire and then yes. to insist on institutions changing. And the only yes. way that really that happens absolutely on a local level, but it also happens with legislation and, and in the courts and that. So, I mean, even we were saying this week has been a really exciting week for the Supreme yeah. Court that nobody expected, yeah. but at some level, civility has to reign also, meaning that, yes. you know, that wonderful gay rights decision that was handed down, uh, this week, uh, mm-hmm. or not? See, now yeah. I'm spe- misspeaking again. Queer rights, uh, queer yes, rights, yes, about not being fired because you're identified or that you are transgender, which yes. was incredible. And I, oh, and the woman who was on that case, Amy. Yeah. I don't know if you mm-hmm. ever heard her. Her letter was the most incredible, heartbreaking mm-hmm. thing that she sent to her company when she said she was going to come back as uh, a woman yeah. after the break. Yeah. I yeah. mean, honestly, brings a tear to mind just thinking about it. And then with the Dreamers this week, too. So yes. even our most conservative court recognizes mm-hmm. that people have to be on some level. I mean, of course, there's a fear there's going to be a backlash with other decisions. But that the people have to be treated fundamentally in a certain yes, way. And that, as people. And that we need to adjust to society. And mm-hmm. so hopefully that's really what – hopefully this is just the beginning of that on so many – different levels but yeah you can both tell me after this what i shouldn't have said and what i should what, I should, <laughs> what should be gone no, that was from, very very well what, said what nice we job. said here but very well said well i did want a little credit as your white friend <laughs> Rana, you got it. and i want to thank you both for taking the time to educate me since i just did the exact thing that the uh <laughs> no that was lance's question it wasn't my question well yeah, thank you um so we should do a giveaway. Great, great. And every week we do a giveaway to the person we think. How do we? I always get this wrong. The listener who we think deserves this prize the most. 
Okay, so Rana, what's the prize? And then we'll go through it. It's just someone we have a feeling for. Sure. It doesn't have to be because they have the saddest situation or the whatever. Uh, but this week, so Brandon, this is really exciting. We were talking about yes. this before you got here. Brian and I have launched our own proprietary brand of coffee. Okay. We have. And it is, we've got two coffees. There is the Carriage House blend, and then there is Shades of Vanilla. Uh And this is actually the very first week that it's on the market. Okay. So normally what we do is we give Watch the Dow Jones tonight. We get- (laughs) See what happens. Yes. Coffee futures. Coffee futures. We, uh, normally what we give away is, you know- a La Mer lip balm or a dash egg cooker or, a or just something like that. We gave away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should give away a turtle to somebody that it's so funny. <laughs> uh, or a hand soap or just something beautiful that we think when we interact with it on a daily basis, we think, oh, yes. that lifted my mood a little bit. So, what, so this week we're giving so, away the coffee. Yeah. Very exciting. So, okay. who, so who are our candidates this okay. week? Okay. Our candidates are. The lady afraid. Of, what about Bob? What about Bob? Our candidates are the woman from Montreal, the man from Montreal. I'm not sure. Yes, okay. Lance, the man the from person, Montreal. Lance, the man from Montreal. And what was the second question? I'm forgetting all of a sudden. About the roommate that went, oh, the, the, the roommate tris. relationship that went south. The tryst. So who so, should get this coffee? What's the feeling you're getting about who should get this coffee? Lance, Lance from Montreal. I think Lance we know is getting. Ronna, you're going to have to pay an international rate. I hate to tell you. <laughs> For Lance, I would gladly deliver the coffee personally. Fabulous. Yes. He's fabulous. Yes. We do love Lance. Lance Lawrence. Lawrence and, is his full name. And Brandon, you yeah. are at Brandon Kyle Goodman. Is that right? At Brandon K. Good. Got it. On Instagram and Twitter, at Brandon and K. Good. And please follow yeah. it. Again, a wealth of information that uh, I think is especially useful for white people, but I think anyone would love it. Yes. Now, what we yeah. normally do, and you don't have to stay for this if you don't want it, is we read our cliffhanger. Well, I do have to run okay, to so another you situation. You go do your thing. Yes, but thank you so oh much. Oh, my God. We had so much fun, Brandon. Thank you for coming on. Yes. And I hope you. you'll come visit us again in the carriage house. Well, you'll come to Marblehead when we're really in the carriage yes, house. Yes, after the pandemic, I'll come, I'll come through. Please. Okay. Well, Brandon had to run, Ronna. He's a Hollywood commodity. He is a hot commodity, isn't he? He is. So cute. Did you notice he was wearing a wedding ring? Yeah, I did, Rana. It looked handsome on him. I don't really like jewelry on men, but it looked handsome on him. He looked great. He's so cute. What else, Rana? (laughs) Ask Rana with Rana and. Don't you even think of it. I will. Peel. <laughs> I will peel out if of this I place ever, and I'll take you out being a If what happens with Trixie and Katya ever happens and I can't get Bob the drag queen, then I'm going to get Brandon to come be my co-host. In Ronna, other words, do you understand that I'm going to have to get drunk <laughs> right now? <laughs> because I said I was replacing you with Bob the drag queen. Yeah. No, the idea it is could be Katya anybody. It's not specific to Bob the drag queen. You're Katya in that scenario. If you left town on me. Uh-huh. If you just left me high and dry, I'd have to get somebody to fill in. So now in. I'm being blackmailed, Rana? No, you left me. That's the point. Because if you I was walked driven, out on me. Because I was driven to to drink. <laughs> okay. Let's read our cliffhanger. Let's you do read it. it. Now, this isn't much of a cliffhanger, but it is a question we get a lot. We do get this one a lot. Dear Rana, Brian, and guest, if applicable. Well, it isn't. Yeah. 
No, because Brandon walked out on us. He walked out on us. <laughs> I'm 26. Walk out the door. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Just turn around oh, now. Because you're, not, you're wel- not welcome anymore. That's what you're doing to me, Rhonda. That's basically that song is how you make me, is what you're doing to me when you say you're going to get a new co-host. I'm just You know, you. I sat at the day in a terrible mood. And then I had it, a little bite of banana bread. And then we had a little fun with our guests. You, and now I'm in a much better mood. Well, I'm not, Rana. I'm actually in a I know. Much- what happened? All my energy got shifted onto you, it seems. Yeah. But I, I didn't shift this. I did, what do you think? I put a spell on you? How dare you, Rana? This is crazy. This got crazy. Fine. All right. Read All I'm this saying letter. is that there. Okay, fine. There's only one person who can be Brian, and that's someone named Brian, and that someone is me. Capital Y. Correct. Yeah. When I feel like it. Only when you feel like Dear- it. And no one, no one knows. I have a little bit of a sense of when that it is and when it isn't, but I can never be sure. I think you do know, though. I do think you, you have a sense. And you I always think it. you're going to turn around with a highball glass and throw it at me across the room. You know that's know. my dream. Not at you, but just to throw one is my dream. I understand. Who wouldn't want it? I'm going to get you some of that prop glass, that candy I glass. I love that stuff. It, so you can start throwing it around your room. That stuff really shatters, too. Yeah. And it's made of sugar, isn't it? Yeah. So you just yeah. eat it right after. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that was a sauna. I shouldn't have said, I should have saved that for sauna privileges. Okay. That was sauna privileges. Okay. Yeah. Dear Rana, Brian, and guest. Oh, we already did this. I'm 26 now and and I'm 26 and now live in Chicago where I make a good living as a client development manager for a marketing firm. For the past two years, I've lived on my own in a cute place in Andersonville and I love it. That's where the Swedish American Museum is. Oh, really? I've been there, yeah. However, because of my job, I have to travel a bit, and I also spend a couple nights a week with the guy that I'm dating at his place. Between these two things, I've come to greatly appreciate my alone time at home, but I find that keeping it at my standard of clean has has been eating up time I would rather be spending doing something else. I actually consider myself a clean person. Uh Uh-huh. I do my laundry. (laughs) I doubt it. I mean... I don't know. I do my laundry once a week, including bed linens. I actually enjoy doing dishes, and I wipe my stovetop down after every use. Well, that is good. After every use. Despite this, I still have to spend a good deal of time wiping. I'll say it. He wrote whipping. Or she wrote whipping. Despite this, I still have to spend a good deal of time whipping down surfaces, cleaning my bathroom, and sweeping my hardwood floors. There are so many tools, programs. It's inexcusable. I mean, when I when computers first came out, spell check that was all you would have. You could spell oh, check yeah, everything. Sure. Then they had grammar check. Then okay. they had Clippy. Yeah. Now the computer screams in your face if you use the wrong word. Oh, it underlines it. Under, it, it underlines it. Does everything. Yeah. 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 Well, but still, here we are. Here we are. Okay. Yeah. I decided to get over my class anxiety and bring in a professional cleaner to come in and help out. My problem okay. is I have no idea what to ask the cleaner to actually do, and I'm not even sure how often I should have them come. I would love some guidelines on what cleaning tasks to delegate and also how often I should have someone in. I would ideally be spending about $150 a month on this. A month? Are they just coming yeah. in more? Okay. I, well, I think we have our answer. I yeah. know. Yeah, I know Rana has mentioned that a man's bathroom is inherently undercleaned, even if we think we cleaned it. And I would love to make my home a clean and inviting place that is generally, quote unquote, company ready. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Well, we will be okay. answering that yeah. on patreon.com slash askrana. 
We had to cool our cliffhangers a little bit. They were getting... Steve. We have another one we're going to do next week. Maybe we will, maybe we won't, which was, you thought you thought we got steamy. This got crazy. So That's it fine. may be too much, but... Uh, no, okay. but this is a question, you're right, that we do hear a lot. And so we get it a lot. One, yeah. Yeah, we do. All right. Rana, I have one word for you. Yeah. AskRanaCoffee.com, because technically it all is together. Yeah, I suppose that is. Yeah. AskRanaCoffee.com. Get your coffee. Let us know as soon as the coffee arrives, because they roast it that day, then they throw it in an envelope and they send it to you. It was roasted that day. That's right. Yeah. And you can either get the whole bean or the they can grind it for you. Though people say real coffee people grind their own beans. That's what I'm hearing, because I'm part of the coffee community now. Right. Uh, but we're dying to know. We really, we work so hard. We're dying to know what people think about this coffee because we are loving it. So keep the info coming. Yep. And just put, you can write to us at askron at gmail.com and just put attention, Mr. Coffee. And send That's in your Brian. reviews. That's Brian. Everything. I said Brandon by accident. I got to go, Ron. No, I got to go. <laughs> the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.